It's Chayasara here. And we're talking about the idea that God loves us and how he cares about us and he wants to have a relationship with us. And we get to see that he took us out of Egypt and such beautiful things that he's done for us. So now we're going to go on to another beautiful story, the Purim story about we get to see how God cares about us, how he loves us through all the different things that happened to us in the past. And through seeing that, we get to see not only hear that he loves us, but get to see how he loves us through all these beautiful stories. Here we go, the most exciting story from what I heard in years in terms of like the past. A really, really funky, fun story. Here we go. We're going to talk about Purim. Step one, there's a lot of different parts, but I'm going to cut it up to five minutes each. This way we could get the basic story piece by piece and be able to really get the story down pat and enjoy it because it's such a beautiful story. There was this king, his name was Ahashverosh. Ahashverosh was a very negative energy, manipulative kind of king who was not a very caring guy. And what happened was he saw that the Jewish people were supposed to be let out of their exile by a certain date, and it didn't happen. So he says, you know what? God's not really watching over them. I am so excited. I am much more powerful than God, and I'm going to make a party to celebrate the fact that God did not take the Jews out of exile by the date that I decided, and therefore, I'm going to celebrate with all the beautiful, actual things from the temple to show that I've got power. And he decided to make a huge party. His party was for a few months, like I think 180 days, like a really, really long, long, long party. And he went and he took things from the actual temple. He put on the clothing of the coin of the high priest. And he decided that he's going to use the actual, uh, no, sorry, actual plates and spoons from the temple. Because he wanted to show how powerful he was. And he invited all the Jews to come. And he said to the Jews, don't worry, the food's going to be kosher here. Like, everybody can come. Why do he make the food kosher? So that everybody will come. Because if it's kosher food, you'll come. Right? So he made this party. And at this party, he says, you know what? Everyone's having such a great time. All the Jews are here. Now, Mordechai, the one who was in charge of the Jews, he said, don't go to the party. This is a terrible party. It's going to bring terrible things. I was like, ah, who cares? We're going to do whatever we want. And they go anyway. At this party, Achashverosh says, I got a beautiful queen. I want to show her off. I want everyone to know who she is. I'm going to call for my, my queen to come downstairs. And he, his, his queen's name was Vashti. And he says, Vashti, I'm sending up soldiers to tell you to please come down to the party. And Vashti says, what are you talking about? He says, come down with just a crown on your head. Come down completely naked. I don't want you to wear any clothing. And she was like ready to do it. But when she looked in the mirror, she had blotches all over her face. She had a whole bunch of blisters all over her face. And her whole face looked horrible. And she's like, oh my God, what just happened? She used to take her hands and she would slap the Jews on their faces. So therefore God punished her. And on her face, there were blotches everywhere for the fact that she did that to the Jews. And then she looked behind her and her, she literally looked like she was growing a tail because she used to hit the Jews on their behind. God's like, you hit my people? You don't mess with my people. You do this, I am going to kill you. And I'm going to make sure this is all not going to work out. So when she was looking this way, she says, I'm not coming down in just a crown and no clothing. Look at me, I'm all full of blisters all over me. 
And she says, Achashverosh, I am not coming down. And he gets really annoyed at her for not wanting to come downstairs. And what does he do? He asks all his advisors, what should I do? This woman didn't listen to me. My princess didn't listen to me. They say, kill her. She doesn't deserve to live if she doesn't listen to you. Achashverosh says, great. And he kills Vashti. And he says, I don't want her in my life anymore. A few days later, he wakes up from his slumber and his drunkenness. And he says, what did I just do? I just killed this woman who was my queen. I need a new queen. And he decides that he wants a new queen. He puts a letter out of all over the area of Shushan. That was the area where it was. And he says, every single woman who is alive will have to come and be with the king. And it's wild to hear, 12 months were given to every single woman, which means for six months, they had oils and all kinds of, I'm just trying to think of, all kinds of um, lotions to look beautiful and attractive. And then for six months, they sat in perfumes and makeup and they should look gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And every night, he would have somebody else, he would sleep with them, and then he'd say, no, I don't like you, I don't like you. And that's how this whole story started. And finally, there was one woman who actually did not want to go to Achashverosh because she was a very special woman, a holy woman. But after all the women that came to him and he didn't like them, the last woman was, as everybody knows, Queen Esther. She was told she has to go to the king Achashverosh. We will continue the rest in a few minutes.